Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Nate. Welcome to the Backlog, Backlog Breakdown. Breakdown. Hey, hey, hey. Well, what's up, Nate bro? How was your uh, how was your week? Not too bad, Josh buddy. Uh, you know, I'm old and I'm a mailman, so you know, I was complaining about this, but it was rough. It was cold here this week and snowed today. Mm. So I had to walk out in the snow. Oh, you know? man, wet and cold. Not good. Yeah, not good. <coughs> uh, how's your week? <laughs> Dude. Uh, uh, it's going, going well. Um, yeah, can't complain, can't complain. You know, biz- work is busy, always. You yeah. know, I'm always busy. Got um, just Easter stuff going on at work, so that's crazy. Are you in class right now? Are you done with classes? Um, I'm almost done with my class. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Okay, guys, give it up. Give it up for the wives. This is awesome. This is awesome. You just you know me so well. <laughs> I can't believe it. Apparently, I can be lampooned very easily. (laughs) Yeah, that was like totally on the fly, which is probably my favorite part. Was like 30 seconds before we hit record, we were like, okay, we're doing this. And then y'all just ran with it. And it worked. Like, honestly, if Nate and I tried to pull something like that off, like on the fly, it would have fallen apart in like 15 seconds. So it's just super good radio, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Glad to know I'm better than you. <laughs> you you want to take they, over they, the podcast? Low bar. <laughs> low bar. <laughs> That's true. It's not too bad. So, um, as you can tell, we have some special guests on this week. Our wives. Hi, Yay. I'm a wife. Hello. Josh wife and Nate wife. I have a name. Do Josh wife Samantha. and Nate wife have names? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding because they said that. Anyways, it was it was a play on what they did earlier. I wasn't really. I wasn't trying to be misogynistic, patriarchal. Yes, this is Samantha, my wife. Say hi, Samantha. My wife. Hi. <laughs> and this is my wife, Megan. Say hi, Megan. Hello. You guys didn't see me Again. point, but I really did point in real life. And I said, this is my I'm wife, Megan. You introduced me. I usually have to introduce myself. And the truth comes out already. Dun, yeah. 30 seconds Dun, into it, and she's already throwing me under the bus. So, oh, man. No, it's it's why we brought him on. Yeah, that's Somebody true. Somebody needs to beat us up, apparently. No, but, you know, and just... You know, I think a little like inside baseball, sort of behind the scenes, like uh, just so everybody knows, we probably spent about 20 minutes uh, just sort of gabbing back and forth with each other. And um, Josh and his wife, Samantha, Josh wife, (laughs) they're an absolute delight. Um, (laughs) You know, and they, they laughed at all of my banal stories. And, you know, they I could see the look where uh they just i could see the the unspoken sympathy that they held for my <laughs> wife <laughs> you know and just in speaking um with us like i could i could actually like feel their prayers for her and so we're actually starting a facebook support group you know? <laughs> so. yeah. 
If there isn't already so. one, I mean, there's like a Facebook group for everything. It's going public tomorrow. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, we're, we're the inaugural members. It's, it's... The admin. One like the... equals one brain. <laughs> I can't even oh, say it. Oh I'm sorry. Share this or what's it? It's like, if you ignore this, the devil wins. Oh. All right. Mm. Oh, no. The finest radio. Yeah, finest. yeah. I can't think of any segues at all out of that. We're just like I'm so far in this ditch. We've we've discovered my superpowered and it, it uh, superpowered. Um, super good talkie. Um, my superpower is to make everything super awkward. Um, no, but yeah. So we have invited our wives on to. What was the word that you used earlier, Samantha? Roast us? A husband roast. Um, the husband roast. <laughs> um, and I said, and, and she's like, like, is this going to, we're just going to roast you? And I said, well, I mean, I mean, that's one way of putting it. I was, <laughs> you know, but in, in gentler, kinder terms uh, that make me feel not as, you know, um, fragile. I was like, you know, helpful analysis. And a unique and intimate perspective into the failures and strengths of your husband and, and for you, me. I'm looking at my wife when I said that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this video, video does not translate. So, um, but some of the idea behind, behind this, and, you know, before we get too far into it, was. Uh, you know, Josh and I talk a lot about different sort of principles and, and just sort of some of the struggles that um, being a video game, I don't know if enthusiast is, is the right word, but uh, hobbyist. partaker, <laughs> hobbyist. You know, Samantha um, just mouthed nerd. It's okay. You can, you can say it in the microphone. Just a nerd. nerd. Yeah, that, that too. You nerds. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, like there are a lot of, um, unique and not so unique stumbling blocks, pitfalls, snares, etc. And, um, you know, one of the things that Josh and I want to do is, is address some of that stuff and provide maybe a template for, uh, well, other, other folks in general to, you know, maybe work through some of these issues and to, to see that, you know, it's maybe not as singular or unique in, in that struggle. And uh, so we say a lot of things and we talk about a fa failures from time to time. But uh, like I said um, before, you guys do possess a unique uh, perspective into our successes and failures. And uh, so pretty much I, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to have you guys on here so you could roast us. <laughs> yeah. But before we get there, I feel like we should do a little bit of like backlog report stuff. Okay. All right. So, sorry, I'm trying to think how to how to run through this pretty quickly because um, I can jump in. I guess what I've been up to over the past couple weeks with video games. I finished up the Metal Slug anthology. That was a mm -hmm. lot of fun. Uh, I think you saw me playing a couple of those games, geez, a few weeks ago. It's the run and gun. You're the little 
little dudes with the guns and you're shooting down people. It's really okay. super cartoony. Robot space Nazis. Yes. Oh my <laughs> goodness. It's so much fun. Um, finished those up. So uh, knocked that game off my backlog. Finished up. I say finished up. Got to the credits on Octopath Traveler, which is really cool. Dig that mm. game a lot. Been doing some post-game content. So I'm, I think I finished either five or six of the main stories. So I, I have a few left. Um, but that's been a lot of fun. And then today I popped in Gargoyle's Quest just for fun, just to start on something new. Well, actually, oh, the other thing was that I did pick up the latest Valkyria Chronicles on Switch. And I got the deluxe edition, and so it came with this little model of a tank, and my son absolutely loves it. He's obsessed with it. He loves it. He's, like, carrying it around. And it doesn't move at all. It's, like, literally just a model that's stuck to a little, like, square... Platform type thing? Yeah, that's supposed to look like snow, so it looks like this tank is going through the snow. It doesn't move or anything, but he loves it. And so he asked so he asked me what it was from and I told him it was from a video game. So he asked if we could play the video game, which is kind of crazy because oh. as much as I play video games, he do, he doesn't really care about them at all. Like he doesn't ask me to play very often. Except there's some the drum game. Right, there's sometimes where I'll suggest it and he'll be like, "Yeah, let's do that." But he's never really shown much interest in like, "Yeah, let's play games." So because he was interested in that, I did pop in the first Valkyria Chronicles because I haven't, I haven't ever played that one, but I own it. So we've, we've played through the first couple hours of that, and he really likes it. And I just say that the guys fall down because he's three. and Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a game that's set. It's like a fake World War II kind of a situation. The game You're is about fantasy war. Nazis. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's but the case. But it was funny because the other day y'all were playing and like Josie, who is almost two, what did she say? She was like, he died. <laughs> uh, okay. Ooh, all right. You're not even two. Yeah. <laughs> he died. Well, I I will say, I will say we have introduced that concept to them because one of our, oh, dogs, yeah, one of our dogs passed away a few died. months ago. And so they understand the con- like we've we've talked to them about the concept of death before. Obviously, they're they're she's not even two; he's three years old. Like Man, they this don't, conversation they don't a understand. Turn. Yeah, sorry. So about video games, guys. Oh, also death and children. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where I am. So it's it's funny. It's fun. I tell them that that the bad guys fall down because they're being bad, and they can tell the bad guys from the good guys because the bad guys look mean. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been, that's what I've been playing. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I did talk about it on our podcast, but I'll just I'll just throw it out there here. Is that one of the books that I I read through, listened through? It's a really short book, but it's by Andrew Murray called Humility, and that mm. one has uh, hit me pretty hard. <laughs> it's an old book, obviously Andrew Murray, but um. It's, yeah, is that the it's first nice Andrew Murray, Murray book that you've read? Yes, it is. Okay. It is. Is there more that you would suggest? Um, I I know that I've read a few others. I okay. can't remember the titles off the top of my head, but uh, I found most of his material to be absolutely phenomenal. Nice. Like the stuff I have read. But, you know, while you're talking, I'll pull it up on my Google app and see if, I, or my Kindle app and see if I actually have it downloaded. Nice. If it's in there, but. Anyways, okay. keep going. 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it's called humility. I mean, it's it's basically, you know, the flip side of that is pride. And so he talks about how pride is kind of the root of all sin, basically. I mean, that's that's how Satan fell. And that's, you know, basically what Adam and Eve were guilty of when they were, right. when they were kicked out of the garden. So, um, so then he kind of just talks about how it rears its ugly head all over our lives. Um, and so it, it, it was just really good to kind of think through like, and I say think through again, it was really short. So I feel like I need to go back and reread it multiple times. Um, just because it, it was so short and it was really good. It, it was really rich as well. Um, so highly recommend that humility by Andrew Murray. It's good stuff. I think the one that I remember reading that I can mostly the practice of God's presence. Okay. By Andrew Murray. <clears throat> and all of them are fairly short, but it's very good. So yeah, dude. No, uh pride is yeah. It's it's funny how it's it's so subtle. Mm-hmm. And that you don't recognize it, that it's there. Um, but it really is sort of woven into all of the other uh, sins. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I thought of it a lot. It it definitely becomes more prominent in, I would say, when you're like in different relationships. So in the marriage relationship, that's a big area where you, where you recognize like, oh, yeah, I'm really proud. I want my way. Yeah. Most of the time. All of the time. Expectations and stuff. Uh, Right. And then, again, like my relationship with my kids, too, is like sometimes they frustrate me. Like, well, why am I frustrated? Because I want my time. I want things my way. Like, I'm that's that's another way of uh, obviously there's a sense in which as a parent, like you need to lead and guide your children and teach them right from wrong. So so there's that. But when I am frustrated because my kids are not doing what I want them to do, um, a lot of the time that can just be pride because I'm not willing to take the time to to teach them the right way rather than uh, mm. rather than give up, you know, give up mm. myself for for them. So, um, yeah, it definitely it definitely kind of shined a light on a lot of different things, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more as we talk about video games and <laughs> and the marriage relationship, um, because yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely somewhere in there too. Well, I'm I'm sure it'll come back up. Hmm, you're already getting into the high pitch voice. Okay, <laughs> I, I do that a lot. It, it kind of goes comes and goes throughout the episode. We'll see what happens. Um. How's your memorization going? Not good. Mm. Uh, I yeah no I I it's it's been a while since I worked on it. Yeah, been a while. <laughs> do, do you guys know that song? Sorry, that's just sort of like a it's reflex. A, what is now. that? It's a reference. What um, uh, what is the name of the band? I don't even remember anymore. I just it's just like a reaction. Sing, sing the riff again. Whenever. It's been a while. Mm. It's just like a reaction. Something else. <laughs> is that it? It like it feels like that. Stained. Very, like, that that's 90s. who it is. Stained. It's stained. Uh, it's stained. I was like, is it stone? Cold something? No, it's stained. That's who it is. 
Yeah. Stone Cold Sorry. Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's him. He's the one who sings it. It's his Austin intro. It's his entrance music. I mean, it's the, yes. like same era. <laughs> Is it? I I I mean, like it's weird to me, but like a lot of that music sort of just runs together, and so it's like. I'm sure that Stained is different than any other like sort of late 90s, early 2000s, whatever. I have no idea who they are. So mm-hmm. I'll just be like. Well, that's because your favorite is Nickelback. You shut <laughs> your lying mouth. <laughs> oh. You are awful. That is horrible. I love you, but I'm so angry right now. No, you're not. But not, you don't like Nickelback at all. I'm not a fan. <laughs> and it's not even like like a meme type sort of like dislike. It's like Nickelback is... Um, no, I just don't like Nickelback. Like, <laughs> Look at this photograph! <laughs> it's like, dude, could you sing through a sock maybe? I don't know. Like, I don't even know what that means. It's just you're not... It's like, oh, ah, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> sorry. Now I just want to do like impressions of different. Look at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's probably my favorite like edit of that. <laughs> look at this graph. What's the other one? It's like giraffe. look at this giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, our pop. Our podcast became about bashing Nickelback, dude. Yeah, I like okay. It. I I do have to. I do. If we're gonna go the route of funny, uh, horrible music that's just hilarious because of YouTube, like do people it. with way too much time do on their it. hands. Have you guys searched through um, the different versions of Rockstar by Smash Mouth? By Smash Mouth? Smash, smash, moth. Oh, is that what I said? Yes. Oh my goodness. Smash, by smash, Mothman. Smash, moth. Prophecies. By, uh, by, by Mothman prophecies? Yes. Uh-huh. By them. They're this punk by, band. There's this totally underground punk band. You don't know them? By uh, Smashing I mean, Melons? They probably exist. No. Uh, th- there are so many great. The the one that I love especially is, um, is it's set to Evanescence's. What was their big hit song? Oh. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. I I know the song because I had that album and I listened to it all the time, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Like Wake Me Up Inside. Yeah. Wake Me Up Inside. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like the, the dudes, like every every male vocalist that like did any backing for any of that that female friend of like alt rock stuff he was always very grunty sounded like he was having a bowel movement just saying like <laughs> that's how i like they all look a little constipated or something when with arms wide open yeah you're you're not wrong you're not wrong it's called bring me to life oh, and there's life. this there's this great crossover between that and rockstar by smash mouth i mean if you just type in rockstar smash mouth into youtube you will find all kinds of glorious videos. It's a rabbit hole that you can fall down for quite a while. Mm. Um, but that one especially is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I, so, I think one of my anyways. favorite versions was like the kid, like he's like sort of like the dude just, he almost like sing chants it. Like it's like, 
somebody once told me the world was gone and he's like he's just like <laughs> completely deadpan a little off key and it's like and but he sings it to like eight different like songs like he he shows oh. that like the rhythm like can be like inserted in like it's like oh, oh like you can okay. put it into this one and then you can put it into this and you can put it into this um nice yeah. nice i i haven't spent any significant amounts of time watching those videos none whatsoever no i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) exactly all right well what do you have to report in now that we've gone down that rabbit hole Mm, mm, talking about smash mouth and nickelback and uh, all the great true true story i actually went and saw smash mouth play live at a college one time and it was probably the worst three hours of my life why did you go somebody gave me tickets wow i I, yeah no it wasn't that bad but the guys were apparently the dudes i had a friend who got tickets and she invited me and apparently she knew the the people who were like um doing like the was it the like the production or something or like providing like the their snacks and stuff oh, catering. Oh, okay. there's like a doing like the catering and they said the dudes are t- just terrible they said mm-hmm. they were just awful and pretentious i mean it was a small uh college town in northern pa anyways yeah it was it was fine it was fun it was like weird because it's smash mouth and uh yeah there you go but um so i beat doom Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Uh, it's very good, actually. At some point in time, I'm going to go back and clean up some of the trophies. Uh, I was talking with a buddy of mine last night, and I said, I'm sort of on the fence about maybe chasing the platinum on that one. Whew. But there's some multiplayer elements that I'm just kind of like, eh. Those will probably be enough of a reason for me to pass on going, like giving that a serious run. Um, so yeah, I beat that and I started, I picked, uh, uh, an older game back up that I had sort of dabbled in and I beat it back when I first played it on PlayStation two, but then they did this remaster remake. Uh, it's Odin sphere life Driser. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's real pretty and mm-hmm. real fun. And so I can play it on my Vita and then I can cross save and then play it on my PlayStation and then cross save and put it back on my Vita. So, yeah, like, yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Actually, that probably has everything to do with it. But um, so I've been playing that. It's fun. It's like a sort of a side scroller beat em up sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's that's awesome. It's vanilla where they make really pretty mm-hmm. games. Um, so I, I just really like their visual style and it's it's just fun. Like it's it's got like a good enough sort of hook slash loop to it that you know, I uh I've been pretty content to just hang out there. I have not jumped back into Octopath yet, uh much to my chagrin and shame <laughs> and everlasting sorrow. Um you know, it's just it's like I, I played it. You I, are playing it the other night. I was, yeah. I mean, I, I pick it up and I, I put it, I, I, I pop it on and I, I do sort of punch through it a little bit. But um, 
still just sort of chugging away like a chapter at a time with like I'm trying to get caught up. I I sat down actually last night and decided to reorganize, reprioritize like my reading. And so like the four books that I didn't finish from last year's reading challenge, read along sort of thing. I'm like, okay, those are going to be my primary focuses. So like if I have any of that stuff to read, like we actually we're, we're trying to sort of institute a, I don't want to use the word rule, but a policy that we don't turn on the TV or any screen stuff until we've done some of the reading for the day. So if I need to do some reading, That's a good rule. those will be my go-to books. So. Well, how did you start the reorganizing of the books yesterday? Oh, I cleaned off the top of my dresser. And listen, I have this has been several stacks. <laughs> I keep in the books <laughs> all over my house. I almost had a heart attack when I walked into the room and saw you cleaning off your dresser. I have not <laughs> seen the top of it in so long. It's been it was, like a couple months, it was probably. Good, it was, you but, did a good job. But so I have several stacks of books on my dresser. I have stacks of books in the dining room. I also have more stacks of books in what we call our reading room. And then there's stacks of books floating around the house, you know, in different places. Well, they're everywhere. But you need a um, shelf. It's not. That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. So, <laughs> but I've just been focusing primarily on good and angry. Um, but I'm nice. also going to start just trying to punch out a chapter of Power Up um, okay. here and there. Cause, and and then as I sort of grind through that stuff. But uh, my memorization, I hit like three days last week where I actually used the little Versus app. Yeah. Um, and I started to, I, I, I've just started to sort of dip back into chapter two. I don't have all of Galatians 1 down super solid anymore. Um, but I'm, you know, it's, I have the overall view, but it's like, I'm just sort of incorporating some additional stuff, but in light of that too, um, and maybe this makes me a big old quitter, quitter, something spitter. I I don't, (laughs) I, 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 I I don't know, but, um, maybe it makes me a big old quitty McQuit pants. Um, but, uh, I've decided to sort of put the reading. I'm not going to just stop reading the Bible, like doing the overview, sort of the the year. The reading plan. The reading plan. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, This is why I need a (laughs) wife, people, because left to my own devices, I can barely string words together coherently. Um, But I'm going to sort of put the reading plan on the back burner. And I'm actually going to spend at least the rest of this year and maybe part of next year um, really just going through and I hate, I don't want to sound pretentious, but I'm going to basically be writing a personal, like it's a commentary going to be solely for me, but I'm basically going to be compiling notes from different sermons on Galatians, um, different commentaries on Galatians and sort of putting it all in one place, you know, so basically I'm creating a commentary, Mm -hmm. but it's with, I have no ambitions to do anything other than to just do it for my own benefit. So does that make sense? Do I sound like a crazy person? That's intense. That's intense. 
Um, that's pretty cool because we're looking at Galatians in my class this week. So, like, I, I'm going to spend a week on it. <laughs> You're going to spend the better part of a year. So that's, yeah, that's intense. And I, well, I had a friend and, and my buddy Parker, who's come up a couple of different times. He and I were talking on the phone yesterday. The world's longest telephone call, according to my wife. Um, it's very long. Is very long. <laughs> um, but he lives in D.C. and he just got married a few weeks ago. And he's nice. one of my, he's like, probably like my third favorite person, second favorite person. Okay. <laughs> what would you say? I mean, I, I don't rank them. So well, I he's one of my favorites. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I just we I'm, have weekly meetings where we rank people. <laughs> but um, anyways, he's one of my best friends. Like, just one of and uh, but we were talking and he asked me. He's like, "Well, why Galatians?" And I said, "Well, I really I do tend to sort of hang out in like Proverbs and the books of wisdom in the Old Testament and James." I really am drawn to those because they are very practical in nature and very pragmatic. Like, you you know, I've probably said it on the podcast before and and I'll say it again, but I think the books of wisdom show us what a godly life looks like. And they Mm -hmm. show it like they give sort of very practical steps. Whereas, um, and part of it is um, I happen, I, I make no bones about it, but I'm a bit of an RC Sproul fanboy. Uh, he was a Western Pennsylvania boy like me. Um, he was a Steelers fan. I'm not, I, I like the Steelers. I was probably not as, I'm not nearly as invested as I think he was. Um, but I, I, he's one of those people that I just, I've always been in the time that I've sort of come back to the faith or whatever. I don't know. How, I, I get weird about that terminology, but was he like really that, key in your spiritual growth? Well, I don't know if it was even like that, but it's just like he he's a bit of a role model for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to grow up and be like R.C. Sproul. Like, I was talking uh, with my pastor and, and uh, my other buddy, Jeff, this morning. So I was talking with Jeff and Jared. I said, like, one of the things that I've just always admired about rc is even when he was disagreeing with people like he was very i mean he could be stern but he was very rarely harsh he was always gentle he was always gracious he was always winsome and he's like all the things that i want to learn how to be like he he always laughed but never at people like he he always laughed with people he he's was very always, humble yeah, yeah. and i'm like mm-hmm. Like it just like in so in a lot of ways he's just sort of he is one of those those saints that I look at as being like um like uh, like a, a role model yeah you yeah know? I, totally I, like I wasn't exposed to his teaching like a whole lot early on or at any point and it's like and I have benefited from him you know. I was aware of who R.C. Sproul was early on. And then and the more I learned about him, the more I was like, no, I just like this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like it started out, well, he's a Steelers fan. It can't be that bad, you know? You know? <laughs> Good people right there. Yeah. But, do all the table talk stuff, which he mm-hmm. put out, the table talk um, devotionals. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've had a subscription for years to table talk at this point nice. in time. And I don't always read them, but I do keep them around. Um, we use them for family worship. We do. Oh, sweet. When we do family worship, uh, we, we do use that at times. 
You keep a stack um, of them around the house. Dude, I've, I've probably got like a foot a long wad of them. I'm just kidding. Oh, I have some in boxes, yeah, in, in our, in our uh, garage as well. Yeah. They're, they're good to read back through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, it was, it was one of those things when he passed, um, it was surpri- I was surprisingly emotional that day. Yeah. Um, like I, I, I wouldn't say like I cried, cried, but I'm, I got a little dirt in my eyes. Did um, you, did you watch the funeral? Huh? Did you what? watch the funeral? They like the live funeral? streamed the funeral. No. Did you watch it? No, I listened to, I don't think I would have been able to handle that actually. Hmm. Um, it was really beautiful. I mean, of course I boohooed, but yeah, it was, it was really beautiful. I listened to some of the speakers, um, actually listening to uh, MacArthur eulogize his friend was probably, and it, okay, one of the reasons I really like RC was because he and John MacArthur are sort of on very different spectrums, right? Yeah. But there was a brotherhood, like, and a very, like, they were very dear to each other, even though they were on opposite sides of, like, you know... Um, well, ecclesiology, on eschatology, on a, a few, you know, there there were several several fairly not not primary, but like bigger issues that they disagreed yeah. on. But it's like RC was like, "This is my brother. I love him," and I was like, "No," well, you know, and uh, just it's it's very similar to uh, James White and uh, Doctor Brown's Brown. relationship. Yeah, it's just like I admire the fact that these men who hold very different positions um, have such a tremendous affection and respect for each other. And th- th- frankly, like those, those relationships, you just don't see a lot of them mm-hmm. in, um, in today's world. Like, you know, a lot of times, like if you don't line up a hundred percent with somebody, it obviously means you hate them. Whereas like, you know, uh, I mean, so, yeah. No, but R.C. was, anyways. So, but that was the last sermon series he preached before his death, um, that he, he preached his oh, way dang. through Galatians. Um, and just the way he would talk, he talked about how it affected Luther. The, the short version of where I was going with this is that, while I like the Proverbs because they tend to be very practically oriented, I think, like, Galatians is a letter that sort of, because we've all probably heard it, like there's that like critical 18 inches or whatever from the head to the heart. And I think Galatians, the the more I sort of look at it and the, the more time I've spent reading through it and thinking through it, it's like Galatians is really about um, heart change. It is about ministering to the heart and, and really, um, and not to say that, you know, the rest of scripture doesn't do that as well, but this is just a, I mean... A bit of a sticking point for me right now. So that's why. Anyways, nobody asked, but I told everyone anyways. Cool. I love it. That's awesome. Well, do you ladies have anything that you want to talk about? Anything you want to report in on? Um that you've been into lately? Well, I don't I don't really play video games, so I don't have any <laughs> <laughs> backlog or anything like that. Uh but I I have been doing like a uh read through the Bible in a year. Um, 
and it's a chronological order one. I've never done a chronological order one before, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in First Samuel, just nice. keeping it a going. So you're and, on uh, on track with the whatever they have, whatever week it is, and I'm catching up. I'm <laughs> a few days behind at this point, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought I was way more behind, but I. I guess I wasn't. I just had to like get myself caught up on refreshing my memory of where I was actually was. Um, but uh, in our women's ministry at our church, we're going through um, uh, one of Jen Wilkins studies uh, called God of Covenant. I think that's what it's called about the um, basically about the Abrahamic covenant um in genesis so it's pretty I cool like Jen so Wilkin. me too i like how she com- yeah. or compiles her studies it, she's yes. coming right in in a few weeks she's coming somewhere close to us yeah not this yeah not this coming thursday but next thursday she'll be oh wow that's sooner than yeah. i thought so at a church to see her. in north austin hopefully i'll get to see her it's neat. She really challenges whoever she's teaching to read the word and know what it says and yep. spend that time doing that before you like even consult anything else outside of the Bible. So I really like her. Yeah. So. Well, what what have you been reading, Megan? Um I've been reading for fun a series called The Wing Feather Saga by Andrew Peterson. He's actually a, a Christian musician and an author. Okay. His um, name sounds really it, familiar. Yeah, actually, uh, Chris Tomlin just put out one of his songs on the radio, but he wrote okay. it. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. Just mm. to be perfectly clear so that nobody like like scoffs at our <laughs> reformed cred, this is not an endorsement of Chris Tomlin. <laughs> it's not, but the song the song is really good. Andrew Peterson wrote it. I mean, um, he's a lot more sound than a lot of other artists yeah. out there. But. Well, I think that the only I think that it happened that way so that the song would get out there because Andrew Peterson's not super um, well known. I think right. like his yeah. stuff wouldn't be played. Um, so I didn't even hear about him until somebody had told me. So. Um, but he wrote this series called The Wing Feather Saga, and I have a little sister who's 13. That's a long story, but um, I'm actually reading through it with her right now, so we're on the same book, and we oh, kind of so report cool. in via Google Hangouts to talk about what chapter we're on and tell each other not to spoil the book, so um, <laughs> I'm just doing that. I'm very far behind on the Bible reading plan. Um, way more than a couple of days because we had some extended family Mm. health issues here that took up Mm -hmm. about a month and a half so of my time and so i'm on spring break this week from school from teaching and it is my goal to get caught up on reading and i want to read um i got in his image by jen wilkin oh yeah that's a good one and i want to start that also so i mean i have a lot of reading planned i don't play too much Video games, although I have been playing Tetris 9, 900, Tetris 99. 99, yeah. whatever it is. She's, she's <laughs> very 
I bought her the Tetris effect for Christmas because she likes Tetris and she beats me thoroughly. <laughs> and, um, I was like, you know, it's. I like old school. I'm very old school. I like old school games. So yeah. Tetris is a game that I'm fairly good at. So I like to play that every once in a while. But I, I sometimes I turn on games that Nate has downloaded onto the PlayStation just to see what they are. And today I didn't tell you this yet. <laughs> I opened up Headlander. Ah, that uh, game is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. You essentially are just a head, and you take it off of bodies to go onto other bodies to get to different levels. That's the game, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Let's see, but it's like I, <laughs> if I remember right, that's a double fine game. So that's a yeah. Tim Schafer joint, and uh, like how I I worked that in like a, a Spike Jones joint. <laughs> the Tim Schafer joint. I, I'm totally like, like I'm super white people. I might be the whitest person you know, and my wife. Well, right now you're makes, a little red. Well, no, that's I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> little, it it might just little be Skype. I don't know. It, it's no, it's it's. I'm probably blushing because <laughs> my wife. My wife makes fun of me. My wife is half Cuban. So she's got rhythm and things that I don't possess, you know. Um, a little bit of a tan. She's well, like she tans, <laughs> you know, instead of burns. Um, no, but uh, so she probably doesn't complain about the weather as much. Probably not. Well, she she complains about the cold way more than I oh, do. Which okay, it's surprising. Who do I complain to the cold about? Me. Me, it's cold in here. <laughs> it's seventy degrees I'm inside. Not, I'm not. If I could show you a picture right now, he put a note above our thermostat that said, "Do not touch." Like I'm married <laughs> to like a seventy-five-year-old man, and I like. I am an old it, soul, and I kept it there because I'm like, who does that? She hung it in a frame and put the frame <laughs> above the thermostat. Like, so it's there. Beautiful. I, I love it. So. But anyways, but yeah. yeah, and you play that game I mean, is. But anyway, that game is it's interesting. I played it for maybe like twenty minutes, half an hour. I'm also not a long term player. I play until I get bored very easily, and then I stop playing. So yeah, um, yeah, my limits about probably like half an hour for games like where you take your head off and <laughs> try to complete levels. Like that. But it was interesting. So. Nice. Nice. So, I haven't played that one, but I've heard of it. But I, I honestly, I don't know if I've actually played any Double Fine games, even though I've, like, heard a lot about them, which is um, kind of weird now that I think about it. I own Psychonauts. You um, have you not played Psychonauts? I've not yeah, played like to Psychonauts. Play that game. I would play that. Josh, one. we, I have it on my PS4. I've been meaning to play it again. We need to make it a project at some point in time. I'm just. Okay. We'll file okay. that away. There you go. Like, we don't have to do it right away, but it's one of my favorites. It's okay. I like it, I like it a lot. It's it's a it's just a three D plat. I say just. I'm sorry. I was I've never been big on three D platformers. Although I say that I played through Mario Odyssey recently, and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed Mario Galaxy. Just the thought, like the term three D platformer, makes me think of like N sixty four Banjo and Kazooie. I've never been a collectathon type guy. Like that just bores me to tears. And it reminds me of Jank. And so like if 
there is something just really janky. Sorry, oh. Samantha looked at me like, "What? Who is jank? What, I don't what know." Is this, janky. What is this? What um, is lingo? Yeah, just very janky, like uh, frustrating because controls are weird, and you know, just uh, yeah. so. I'm sorry. I don't know why in my head I think Psychonauts. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those old 3D platformers, as if that were a bad thing. So it's never been high on the priority list. Although I do own it on PC. So um, I I think uh, I mean like to call it a 3D platformer isn't necessarily wrong, but I think it does have like a little bit more going for it. So awesome. We will awesome. we'll make it a project and we'll play it together. That will give me a reason to, to boot it back up and you know dive down that rabbit hole. Nice. But all right. So speaking of rabbit holes, let's go down another one. Oh boy. Sorry, I'm trying to think of a way to segue into. Um, I guess I would say it's our main topic, but it's not necessarily a topic. It's just like, hey, a conversation. Yes. Yeah. It's like you're my wife. Talk talk about video games. Tell I thought me you how were gonna I say suck. so talk to me I and I was husband. like uh, No, wrong podcast. Yeah, Not I know. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So which which one of you lovely ladies wants to go first? What are we what Okay, I know, so I guess the saying? question here and and is if if you guys you know Josh and I, again, we talk about stewardship and video games and sort of enjoying the hobby well, trying to balance that with sort of the work life, um, trying to incorporate that into the work life balance. I don't know. I don't really believe in a work life balance. I think it's like, you know, sometimes you have to work, sometimes you don't have to work. Anyways, but kind of not trying to get too, uh, buzzwordy here but um like and again so the reason i wanted to have you guys on is because you guys can offer sort of unique perspectives and criticisms and assessments and evaluations and i'm going to throw out keep throwing out words until i get all the (laughs) ideas and nuances expressed but you guys have a unique perspective into our lives and so you know, um, just to not to not to dog you out, Josh, but one of the, th- the things I thought was really cool was when you talked about how Samantha kind of called you like, you know, when you admitted to playing Hollow Knight a little too much, which mm-hmm. I mean, is it, could it, is it too much of a good thing? <laughs> really possible? I don't know. Um, but and and she and you said like, no, there was a real gut check kind of moment. Um like that kind of that kind of critique feedback whatever you want to call it that's that's necessary and so what we i mean one of the goals that we we have for this podcast is to really sort of again you know i get i would use the term provide a template for other people to maybe come and evaluate and assess their own sort of hobby work life rhythms and some of that is receiving feedback. And so I wanted to have you guys on to maybe talk about some of the ways that we do things good in sort of achieving that balance and and maybe and then some of the things that maybe you've noticed that we're not so great on. And, it, and again, 
like, you know, just to explore some of that with us and maybe open up a dialogue and a conversation. And so that maybe other people eventually could have this kind of conversation with their significant other. And, you know, if we're being honest, I have no idea what our audience really looks like. But I'm going to assume that the primary demographic for playing video games is, you know, adult young men. And I'm saying like, okay, like as a, and one of the things I want them to see through these conversations as well is that as a young man, especially a single young man, like you have a lot of, you know, uh, I have no idea. No worky, um, but you, you have a lot of free time. And so a lot of that time goes like, just gets driven into your hobbies and just like you would have a lot of freer or your money might not be as. Constrained and tied down. And so you have a lot, like you can just sort of spend your money and your time on whatever you want. And I'm saying, okay, like, like this is coming from two married guys and saying, okay, well, our wives are a critical part of our lives. And, you know, so now we're going to sort of, I guess, invite some of those, those, hopefully some of those young men who might be listening to this and saying like, dude, like this, maybe this is something that you need to think about in preparing yourself for marriage. Does that, the things that I just said, is that coherent? Yes. Because <laughs> yes. words, Nate talk good. I think I understand. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And and just for like some, some background, I guess, to, to get there, we kind of mentioned it already, but just, just for clarification. Now you, Samantha, have not traditionally been a video game player at all, right? Like that's just not something you generally tend to do with your free time. Correct. Yeah. So did you did you play games as a kid? Like are have video games ever been a a part has it ever been a hobby for you? Have you um, ever enjoyed a them? Hobby, no, but I have enjoyed them. Yes. Yeah. Um like as a kid, we had Nintendo and I remember playing like, you know, the original Mario and Duck Hunt was one of my favorite nice. games. Yes. And um, then, of course, there was the on the Super Nintendo, the Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. And, Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. And uh, hmm. then on the 64, I remember playing. Uh, you always laugh at me when I mention this, but um, A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. I liked that game for some reason, even though it was really hard. Um, and the the like Star Wars pod racing game. Ah, and then pod racing. <laughs> the game was and stupid. On difficult. the Sega, there was Sonic. It was pretty much the only game I played on Sega because Sega wasn't mine; it was my uncle's. Um, that's all I can remember on like bigger consoles. Yeah. But I had like my own little Game Boy. Oh, okay. That I would play Looney Tunes on, which was just like these little like maze games, sort of. Okay. You would like almost kind of like Pac-Man where you would like go through and collect different things. Um, and there would be little enemies trying to get you sort of the format um yeah those are the games that come to mind okay right now but 
yeah, I don't know. Ever since I left adolescence, I haven't really <laughs> played video <laughs> games much. Oh, um, oh we've got uh, one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how i meant it <laughs> i was just trying to explain myself yeah. um but i mean we have a bunch of game consoles and like we'll play with family like well one of the games that i got into a couple of years ago was the just dance oh yeah game mm -hmm. i loved that one um and, and animal crossing I'm, I'm I uh -huh. have mentioned it before, but that video that you sent me, <laughs> I I have been tempted to post it in the book club and say, if you want to see what a good dad looks like, <laughs> you know, this is it, people. Um, but I, I, you know, I, might I wouldn't do that to Josh that. yet. <laughs> yet. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I act stupid with my kids. I that I yes. I get it. It's just a video of Josh dancing. And it's Josh just not dance, normal so. Josh. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll I'll be stupid with my kids. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll I'll just wipe the egg off my face later. That's okay. <laughs> That's no big deal. Be like Nate's a jerk. <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> but your kids but we love have it enjoyed now. playing. Oh yes, they love it. They love dad being silly. Yeah. Um, but we have enjoyed playing games together. Like the, was it Epic Yarn? Kirby's Epic yeah. Yarn. Yeah. Mm. What were the other ones? Um, what else did we play through? Well, we got into Guitar Hero and played that together. Yeah. Remember, you'd play bass and I'd play guitar. Mm -hmm. That was fun. We still have the... The instruments in the garage that yeah. have just been sitting there forever. <laughs> yeah, we haven't pulled them out in forever. But they're um, there. And we played the the Mario game with your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we did Wii Yoshi U. on Wii U yeah. as well. Went through that one. And Kirby. But that was when my sister was here too. The the one where you draw Kirby oh, Rainbow yeah. Curse. Mm -hmm. Or is it Canvas Curse on Wii U? I don't remember. But it's one of those. The most recent one we played together is the uh, cooking one. Overcooked. Overcooked, yeah. Yes. Picked that up when I got the Switch. And I was like, hey, look what I got. Can I keep it? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you were like, yeah, I don't care. Then I was like, okay, let's check the eShop for games. And, and I'm like, I heard about this Overcooked game that it ends marriages. You want to buy it? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> we have tried playing it together and there have been moments like and it's like to full disclosure it's me i'm it's like <laughs> you're not playing the game the way that i think you ought to i just get <laughs> so excited to just like sit down and like play a game together to have mm. some of that time and and then he just gets um some of those levels can make you very angry but he gets yeah. very yeah. angry if we can't get the three stars and it's yeah. like you just so we end up playing the same level 20 times and then or... she's like she's like i don't want to just play the next level and i'm like go or we play one level and you get so frustrated that you're like okay we're done that's, yeah. it. that's the end that's the end of playing overcooked so i've not that's played funny. that in a while yeah we'll we'll pick it back up and then you know when you throw me out of the house <laughs> Because I, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's been quite a while since we've played it. We got to the very last level, 
And I think we got to the last level. We played it a couple times and we're like, man, this is really hard. And then we tried. We had already been playing for a while too. And it was getting late. And so we were already tired. (laughs) Yeah. So then we spent another night and we were like, okay, we're going to try this. You know, we're going to try a little harder. And we probably played it, you know, four or five times, something like that. And we finally got. So the the last level is multi-tiered. Like you have to go through multiple kind of like sections of the level and progress to the next one and your timer's still counting down. And so mm-hmm. like we thought we were at the last one because we could not beat, you know, like the third portion or whatever. And we finally beat it. And there was another one after that. And we were just like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> I'm like we have I'm 10 done. seconds left. Like how, <laughs> how are you supposed to do <laughs> Throw this? Throw my hands up. So is that that's the one where, with the giant onion that you see or whatever it is that you see? It's at the a meatball very thing. Yes. Meatball. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go back in time to when that happened or you are back in mm-hmm. time. The game is back in time and then you go forward. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to fight him for real and it's yeah. stupid hard. We never we it never made us get in like any fights. It was mostly just like. After a certain amount of time, like my eyes just start to hurt and I start getting a headache from just like staring at the screen and trying to concentrate and I have to stop or like, yeah, I'm just tired of trying to beat the same level over and over and over and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. (laughs) But Yeah. yeah, it's more just been frustration with the game than frustration with each other. Like, thankfully. And it's, it's honestly, it's probably because Samantha doesn't play very many video games that I'm like, I don't expect her to automatically think of like the quickest way to do things. And, and we're playing on the little joy cons also. So like, sometimes it can be a little hard to manage doing everything. So, I mean, like, I don't know, I get it. It's not, it's not the easiest game in the world. (laughs) Um, so I don't know. I don't get too upset. And but I've, when we do beat a level, we're just like, oh, yeah! it's the best. We high five. Mm, Celebration. Awesome. I was going to ask you that mm-hmm. about playing it on the Switch because you only have those little controllers. I'm like, it's hard enough. Like, we're frustrated enough playing it on the PlayStation, you know, with the big controllers. Yeah, it's all we've known, really. I mean, I've gotten a pro controller now, so we could switch to that one if we wanted to. It's just that's just what we had. Yeah, that's what we started it on because that was that was that and Golf Story were my first purchases for the Wii U or the Wii U, geez, the Switch, for the Switch, yeah. and uh, and so that's what we've just been playing since we got Switch. We still haven't beaten it. Nope. We're right there. I haven't gone back we to it for a while. Still haven't beaten it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating. Maybe we need to like watch some YouTube and learn some strategies. <laughs> Something I don't know. Cheat. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. I guess so. I guess that's what you call it. <laughs> but Megan, so you do play a little bit I do. as well. You will yeah. uh, occasionally it, have video games. Have they always been something that you've enjoyed or is it just been since you've been married to Nate or? No, I've how? had systems since I was, when I was growing up, we had the same thing. Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Me and my sister would stay up late playing NBA jams. Like, you know, (laughs) those kinds of things. I remember, you know, playing Sonic um, on the Sega and stuff. And we had, I had a Game Boy, a a lot of the similar things, Donkey Kong, Super Mario. But I think since I've been married, I've been playing games a little bit outside of that. 
you know, like that old mm-hmm. school type of feel. Um, and probably that's because of Nate. So I was playing Rogue Legacy pretty hard for a while. Yes, um, I was so playing good. it like every day for a couple of months. We we actually the first time we played, we had it. I got it for uh, PlayStation Three, and we would just swap out the controller. Like when you died, you just swapped it out. Yeah. I oh, do man. really like that game, and I we played it together back then. But then I just recently got back into it, and he yeah. just kept saying, "Wow, you're still playing that. You're really playing that." Because um, <laughs> I, I mean, I tend to be very like the way that I play games is like you beat it, and unless like it, there aren't a ton of games that like once I beat them, I'm like, "Oh, I need to go back and play this again." I mean, there mm-hmm. there are some. Uh, but like once I sort of like play through the the main story or the main objective, I'm like, meh, okay, like you know, it's yeah, it's like the, I treat that the same way I would books. Like you know, something mm-hmm. you read a book. Like I don't read a ton of fiction anymore. Um, I do listen to a good bit of fiction, but I don't like okay. I just don't engage as much fiction as I used to growing up. Now it's like that's my primary sort of like recreational outlet is games so it's like i sort of like you go through the book you're not going to like reread the book right away unless it's a really good book so it's like Mm -hmm. sort of the same but i grew up doing that with mario and you beat it and you go right back and you play the oh yeah totally you know so i do that but i as a general rule if it's a game like that i typically do not play it in front of nate meaning like on the I'm a backseat driver because he oh. he, he why'd you do is that? a cause of frustration for me because he <laughs> plays so much and so he's watching me saying oh I was playing Spider-Man on the PlayStation and there was a part where you have to chase after the cars and then you have to get the people out of the car whatever it is and he's going <sighs> he walked in from work <laughs> And I'm playing it. Just he shaking my his, head. His, just so people understand. I'm just like, boots weren't even my head off yet. Okay. And he's going, square, 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 square. <laughs> I was just like, and I'm done. That's it. And I shut it off. <laughs> I am the ruiner of good things. <laughs> I don't think that. That's I was like, here's the thing, too. It's like, I was super excited to see her playing that because it's a really mm-hmm. good game. And I was like, oh, that's super cool that she's into this. And then it's like. And I ruined it. It's like as soon as I like, I was like, "No, do this thing!" And she was like, just drops the controller, just kind of looks at me like. I don't play them as often, and so I really have to do it my own way. I have to figure it out my own way, and so when he's doing that, it just I have to stop for a while. He didn't ruin anything for me. I come back to it, but um, yeah, as a general rule, I typically don't play in front of him. It reminds me of that scene in the movie Tommy Boy (laughs) where he's talking about his little pet and he's talking to (laughs) the waitress about how much he loves his pet. They just love it. They don't want to squish it and keep it safe forever. (laughs) You were so excited to see Megan playing Spider-Man. You're like, no, get good. Get good, you scrub. I love you. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've clearly established that the the males in the relationship play a bit more video games. Just a, a bit. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Just, just a, a little bit. Just, just um, a smidge. But, you know, like uh, like Nate was talking about, we, you know, we, we want to talk about how we spend our time and whether we're spending it well. Um, so, so definitely you guys do have a good perspective 
on, you know, not as, how, how do I say this? So Nate, you talked about how, you know, assuming that our audience, um, you know, we're reaching whoever, whatever different kind of people. Um, if you're in like super nerdy gaming groups, there are always those guys who, uh, are not in a relationship who are like, I, I'm trying to find a gamer girl. Okay. That's not, you know, if, if that's, if that's your relationship, Dude, if you, whatever, if you're but looking not, for a gamer girl, that means you have to share the controller more. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. And a lot of you guys probably can't handle that. I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm being that guy. And you probably need a woman who will slow your roll on the whole video game situation. Yes. That'll yeah, preach. See? You, <laughs> see? This is exactly why we have... <laughs> I was going to say you guys on, you ladies on. Um, is is to get that other perspective. Because as a... So this is somewhere like... As a single guy, you wouldn't even think about that. You're like, well, this is what I want in a girl. You're not thinking, oh, marriage is actually what sanctifies me. Like, this is actually what shows me the things that I can't see on my own. Um, and I think that's been a part of that. That's certainly rolls into any kind of hobby or anything that you get into. But but particularly with video games, we can all acknowledge that they have a tendency to be addictive. Um, to a certain extent. Now, whether you um, are able to to fight that well or not is is a personal issue, and that's that's an area for growth. Um, but I think that having having someone to be able to like call you on your crap <laughs> is actually a good thing. It's actually something that benefits you. Um, Anyways, I don't want to give any disclaimers. I don't care. We we've already we've already gone down that road. Um so so I think that that it's it's beneficial and so like to get y'all's perspective on kind of like how you see it, especially within the marriage relationship. I know in our relationship, um at least to my recollection, I didn't play very many video games when we were like when we were dating when we first got married, right? I don't that, remember you playing very often. No. Was it a shock when I picked up the Wii <laughs> and I started getting into video games again? Uh, I think I've I think I've shared it on the podcast as well. Is that I played video games a bunch, you know, back in high school and I really enjoyed them. And then there was a period where I just like after I got on my own and I was, you know, living on my own with my brother with roommates and whatever, um that it wasn't as big of a deal like occasionally I'd play video games but it would be on other people's systems. Um, and I, I didn't really get into it until after we were married, you had worked at a, um, a used CD and DVD and, and video game store. And they had a Wii for like, we maybe paid like 25 bucks for it or something. Cause of your discount, like it was super cheap, but I just wanted something that, you know, that we could do together, just something to have fun. And then it was kind of all downhill from there because then it's like, oh, what games have like have been released since I haven't been playing games and what kind of, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, bringing up old memories and then checking out what was new. And yeah, it's been all down. It's all downhill from there. I wouldn't say all downhill from there. Okay. Um, okay. I don't well, remember there being like, I don't remember being shocked at all by you playing okay. video games i mean in like the first year or so of our marriage our schedules were very yeah. different 
So we didn't see each other that much anyways. Mm. So I assume you were probably playing a lot of video games when I wasn't around. (laughs) 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 So, um, but yeah, I mean, as in terms of like you playing video games at inappropriate times, you know, it happens. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, it was funny when he, told me or when he asked me if I wanted to come on and be a guest on the podcast and talk about this I was like okay well then we should probably have a conversation before I go on because I don't want to like <laughs> uh, spill any beans that uh, I haven't already talked to you first about <laughs> I don't want to air any like uh, frustration that I haven't already talked to you about um, but I think mostly once we had children was when it really started to frustrate me. Okay. Because it's not that you were like, you know, constantly playing video games and like not paying attention to anything at all. But it was just like, just at times if I was having a hard time with something or like, you know, having a hard time with the child. Mm-hmm whichever one it was. <laughs> um, and then I'd look over and just see you like playing video games on the couch or something while I'm struggling. I'm like, that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't do that, do that very often, just every once in a while. And I talk to you about it. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like pent up frustration or anything. Yeah. That was done off air. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the the murderous rage has already like washed over. Subsided. <laughs> so you tend to be pretty good about your time management of your okay. video game playing. And you use it too to like like with the like with the kids, like they'll sit and like mm-hmm. watch you play, or you'll like explain it to them and sort of get them into it. So yeah, yeah. I I generally yeah, if I'm playing while they're around, I try and incorporate them. Um, but this is this is a good conversation to have because in my head, I'm like, yeah, I don't usually play video games around my kids, or when I do, I I bring them into it. And I'll usually wait till, you know, they're asleep, like either early in the morning or later at night. Um, But is that really just in my head or is that real life? I don't know. I mean, obviously there are times where you've been frustrated because that's not real life. (laughs) Well, with with the kids, like a downtime can turn into a not downtime very quickly. Yeah. So like they can be, you know, playing on their own and entertaining themselves and everything will be chill one second and you're sitting on the couch playing your video game because everything's chill and then you know one of them screaming because something one of them did something to the other mm-hmm. and so then I'm like trying to take care of that situation and see you still sitting on the couch playing video games that's when the frustration sets in but I can't pause <laughs> I'm just kidding that was what, a total what is joke. pause what is this <laughs> I don't understand that word. I don't know what that is. I actually don't play. If if I got into multiplayer games, it would seriously only be when my kids are asleep because that 
ruins it. Although I know mentally there's this block of just like, no, I need to do X, Y, Z before I put this down when there's literally a home button in all of the newer consoles that will just take you straight to the menu right? and you can resume later. Uh, but So I, I know that I can be really stupid when it comes to <laughs> immediacy, if that makes sense. Like for some reason in my head, I'm like, no, this has to happen first. Then I can set this down. Um to my shame sometimes when my kids are screaming as as a father i will say you can you can tell the different types of screams you know if a scream is oh my sister's being annoying okay that's maybe not as urgent as a a I'm loud hurt. thud and yeah. then a scream or the the it, scream from dad dropped the weights on my hand <laughs> And then woke up mom. <laughs> yes, that was a blood curdling, like, yeah. Oh, waves of shame. He dropped it on himself. But <laughs> I dropped the weight on my. Holding my, a 25 pound weight, not a good idea in the first yes. place. So. Proud father moment. Oh. <laughs> you know what, though, man? I mean, don't, don't beat yourself up too much about it. I mean, nah. like. It's, you it's, live and learn. It's one of those yeah. things that, like... And his finger is fine. Yeah. It happens. Don't call CPS. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a teacher in the Christian school, I injured children all the time in gym class. Like, not on purpose. It was totally by accident. And the one girl, her mom taught there. And I went in with her daughter, and I said, well... She said, oh, my gosh, what happened to her forehead? I was like, funny story. I actually uh, hit her in the head with a frisbee. It was uh, <laughs> my fault. It happens. So. That's <laughs> awesome. You guys make me feel good. <laughs> I'm not a, I, you know what? I, I'm going to. I'm going to. Since child on the I head. dropped a child on his head. See, you're okay. You're <laughs> he fine. Was, it was uh, his. <laughs> He, uh, friends of ours, and how old was he at the time? Like maybe like seven, six. No, he. Okay. Like, it was like four or five, maybe. It was he was young, but four I was swinging. Seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. He was four or five. He was <laughs> like a small person and not like a drooling, like you know. He wasn't a baby. He wasn't a baby. Wasn't a toddler. But you know, a lot of times, like I'll wrestle around with kids a good bit. Like I don't like. I'll let them use me as a jungle gym and, you know, mm-hmm. I'll wrestle and, and mock fight. And, and, uh, anyways, we were over at our friends and I had him upside down by his ankles and I was shaking him around and swinging him, and I got tired and I was like, okay, bud, I'm going to put you down. And I swung him out and I said, okay, now like, and I said like tuck up and he, he moved in a way that I was not expecting and I, I was going to put him down like sort of gently, but it would have been like a fun yeah. dismount. And he like he arched his back and his head just like smacked oh. the ground. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, buddy, are you OK? And it's like his mom and dad are looking at me like and they're like, he's fine. And I was like. <laughs> He didn't go near you for a solid hour. After. It was, Did he do yeah, that like real bad, silent, like... Uh, like big, like holding breath, 
like silent scream before the huge scream came out. That one is terrifying when kids yeah. do that. It really <laughs> yeah. is. So we just injure other people's children and <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, you know, when we when we had the boys though, we we did always enjoy A's uh ugly crying. Yeah, he was an ugly cry. He, he would when he would cry, his face it would just like his mouth would turn into the like angle, like it would just be like, and it would just open up, and it would just like, like I mean, is yeah. Anyways, and anyways, anyways, moving on. Gotcha. So, so I, I'm I'm curious with y'all's marriage, Megan. Did you know how much Nate? played video games oh yeah that was right before you got married yes yeah that was right from the beginning actually i knew him through mutual friends um before we started dating and i probably already knew that to a certain extent then um when we were just friends i think she was aware that i played but then it's Mm -hmm. like when we started dating she was like oh well, when he started showing up late for dates, and <laughs> like what what happened? Well, I was oh. trying to beat this game or get to the oh safe point. Oh. You know, it started to uh, make sense to me. We had talked a little bit before, also for the same reason. Um, mm-hmm. And I think um, we had talked, and I said that his time management has really gotten a lot better. I think mm-hmm. that, as a general rule, and you agreed. You're not very good at time management. It's it in is general, not my forte. In general. And mm-hmm. I think um, so that becomes even worse when he's sitting down and playing a video game. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we had a talk at one point in time. And two, this is where pride could come in for me too, especially when you're newly married. You're like, I want, I want all of your time in this way right now. And so for me, I had to tell the difference between... True. Is, is this something that I really need? Um, and then am I asking like too much of it? Now I'm just getting mad because you're on there, but you already gave me time, you know? So mm-hmm. um, for me, I had to check myself in that also. Um, but I think it was finding that balance. Like today we sat down at the table and had dinner and a conversation. Sometimes that's all I need, you know? And I wouldn't care if, then if he was on the on the system playing for two hours you know but Mm -hmm. i think it's when i feel ignored or like uh when you samantha were saying about kind of ignoring the kids situation when i feel like ignored like that quality time isn't happening that you're not paying attention to that that's when i do get frustrated as well but um i don't think that that really happens too much anymore Mm. you sort of i i think like one of the things is that has been good is when i well I can just sort of say, like, um, you know, since we started playing backlog golf, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think I've actually started playing probably more yes, than I used to. Because now it's like, oh, well, now I need to beat these games. And, you know, it's sort of fun. And, and you and I have the podcast. And so it's like there's sort of like more of a reason for me to play. Um, so it's like, oh, so I have something worthwhile to say about X, Y, and Z game. And um, but and it. And like, let's be perfectly honest. I am exceptionally capable of wasting time on a number of things. It's not just video yeah. games. I yeah. can get on Facebook for hours. I can watch weird anime. One Punch Man season two. It's on Hulu. I just watched the first episode <laughs> the other day. I'm just saying. 
I've, I've got something new to. I don't watch a ton of TV, but eh. anyways. But I can I can waste time in a multitude of ways uh, outside of video games. But um, you know, there are times uh, there have been a few games where she just like she like come in and just like she's like, "What are you doing?" And it's like me playing Neo for the the eighty ninth hour straight. And she's just like. <laughs> And she just like walks in. She's like, "This game again." And it's like at this point in time, like that's become a metric for me, where it's like, eh, I did that a lot when you were playing much? Hollow Knight. What did I call it? The Beetle game or the something? The Bug game. I'm like, why are you playing that Bug yeah. game again? Um, but uh, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, so I, I good. do want to play through I'm that so, actually at some it's point. Super hard, but, but it's so good. I think it took me even probably a few years into our marriage until I really saw it as a hobby for you because you were playing so much I think it like I I didn't get like the grasp that it was a hobby and we don't have like Mm -hmm. a ton of priorities I guess like we have you know we don't have children in the home and stuff so he has a lot more freedom to play when he comes home from work and stuff And, and in in a lot of ways that's how I can serve him by like freeing up that time and not like kind of finding that quality time elsewhere we're playing together or something because he does work really hard um and walks all day (laughs) and um because it is such a hobby for him I want him to be able to come home and play and kind of relax that way um but when it does tend to be too much I think we're a little bit better now about communicating Mm. when it's when you're playing too much I even told him when the backlog golf thing started and he's up till like 3 a.m playing (laughs) spider-man i totally don't care because i'm in bed um but the next day when he's grumpy (laughs) i can't i can't handle it yeah i'm like you are grumpy because you played spider-man until three o'clock in the morning (laughs) um so those are really the only times that it it affects us um, now i think yeah i mean i think just I think one of the hardest parts has been like yielding to that voice, like yeah. like really identifying like you, you know um, when she's like looking at me and sort of because she may not always be as like like forthcoming and say like you're playing too much, but a lot of times like she'll be like like learning to read some of like oh this game again, and it's <laughs> like. Um, it's like, okay, like that, that has instead of like, it used to just sort of be like the eye roll, like, okay, mom, you know, kind of like, <laughs> um, sort of thing. Uh, but it, it really has become much more of a like, whoa, like, okay, like step back, like be willing to sort of evaluate and reassess and like, am I on this thing? Like probably more than I ought to be. And I mean, even just based off of conversations that she and I have had, where she hasn't come out and said anything. Like, I mean, she she was one of the first people's like, I think she was the first you pointed out to me that since I started backlog golf, I have been playing like way more. I would just like to say, though, I appreciate backlog golf because he's committed to not buying a game for an entire year. <laughs> so my bank account is really enjoying. Yeah, but if people want to buy me games, I can take I can receive those. Yeah, I do have a birthday coming. Um, so yeah, but I mean, like, and th- that's definitely an area like, you know, I can say like, man, like, um, it, that is a bit of a win because yeah. Um, one of my personal goals for the backlog golf sort of, uh, 
metagame was like, I'm just, I'm really trying hard not to buy anything. Um, Mm -hmm. Or, you know, yeah. So, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, it's. Josh can't resist a good deal. I did. I mean, like I bought, I bought like a game for her, I think at one point in time. See, that's how we're getting around it now. We're buying games for me. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I bought this for you. I, it doesn't count. I should play it. I bought you Poyo Poyo Tetris. <laughs> that is not something that I'm going to buy. Like, oh, Nate wants to play Poyo Poyo Tetris. Like, I'm like, oh no, it's Tetris. My wife likes Tetris, you know. And it's like, yes, I will probably play it. Here, I bought you Diablo mm-hmm. for the Switch. No, I just want that. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I I like I've I well I platinum Diablo on the PS4. I like mm-hmm. I like killing demons hence <laughs> doom and diablo oh, yeah, there you go i like just killing bad things <laughs> you know, in visceral and gratifying ways which no it doesn't need to be visceral but that's awesome so, th- sorry i just i just need to cut in because samantha cut in earlier that's true i can't resist the deal but i have only bought two <laughs> games this year mm. only two that was the one that you just bought, right? Which what what was that? Right, yeah, that was uh, Valkyria Chronicles yeah. Four. It was on sale on Amazon for thirty five dollars for like the super duper special edition that came with the the tank and the art book. Um, hmm. And I had like thirty three dollars in Amazon credit, so I paid a dollar fifty out of pocket for it. So That's a good yes, deal. I I can't resist the deal. She knows me. You got a sweet tank that the you know that Ollie likes. So that Ollie loves <laughs> exactly. That's why I got it for Ollie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ollie loves that tank. I need to buy this game for him. <laughs> He's gonna love that tank. I gotta get that the game. That was also your too, excuse for buying the the drum game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last year. Yeah. That was for Christmas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was your excuse is because the the kids would love it. Yeah. Okay, yes, but you have to understand. You have to understand. Ollie was literally asking me to watch gameplay videos of this game on YouTube that he thought he was playing. So yes, I thought he would love the actual game where he could actually swing the the controller to play it. Yes, that is true. That's what why game I bought is that? It that um, it's called Taiko no Tatsujin drum and fun it's it's a drumming game it's a whole series in japan um but they haven't put one out here in america since ps2 but it came out here in america technically it was only digital in america so i had it shipped in from the uk but it was pretty cheap to to ship it in what so. what's this in, so you have it on ps2 then it's on switch oh you no, have it on uh, switch well i i did get the ps2 one as well but yeah <laughs> It's a crazy Japanese. Uh, oh, Wesley drums played yes. that game too. Okay, yeah, that's that's what that's all right. What turned me on to him was Wes's posts about him, and then I showed him to Ollie, and he loved him. Uh, Sam is over here shaking her head. I can't read what you're thinking. You're just like <laughs> all a masterful plan. <laughs> buy a game no just kidding blame it on my children no they do love it though 
I yeah. mean, they don't really actually know how to play. Ollie just sort of like hits the drum and doesn't understand, you know, the rhythm. He's three, whatever, but they like it. Because he loves drums in general. We have an old crappy drum kit in our garage that he plays on, that he loves playing on. It's, I mean, it's been a while since he's been out there, but I mean, he was eight months old, like playing drums. It's crazy. Well, with him sitting on your lap, you making him yeah play but drums. he loved it like he would ask to, right i'm just yeah. explaining he wasn't actually eight months he's not old, a prodigy just sitting there playing drums uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like no josh is like no this kid's like he's he's doing all the padiddles <laughs> and the mm-hmm. whatever the terminal that's a when you see a car mm-hmm. with one headlight I think that's also like a like a, no. It is a drumming thing. Is Diddle it? and paradiddles. Paradiddles. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Paradiddle. Mm-hmm. Diddles. Paradiddles. Yeah. I know. I know things. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of drums. I know. But, but video game drums. Those are fun too. <laughs> mm. uh, so, anyways, I, I I cut in to to talk about the games that I have bought this year. So sorry about that. No. Uh, what were you going to say, Nate? I forgot now so it must not have been important. <laughs> oh man hey listen i'm uh my wife pointed out that uh i have a birthday coming up and i am much closer to 40 than i ever thought like i'll be honest i thought i was gonna die in my mid-30s like in a like motorcycle <laughs> wreck or mm-hmm. something and yeah it hasn't happened Jeez. why do you think why did you think I, that you th- i was a very a well i was a very destructive young individual <laughs> and i just thought like in my 30s i'd have a motorcycle and i would have wrecked it and gone up in a blaze of glory listen i'm, I'm not saying that it was like well thought out you know and it's obviously it's not a, de- a demise that i but uh but i'm much closer to 40 than i ever anticipated being so um and i feel old sometimes but then you know they say like they say that you know you're only like somebody who's like you're young at heart and i was like no no i'm pretty sure i was born like an old (laughs) grumpy man like it came out just like get off my lawn (laughs) like the clinties my mom's lawn (laughs) off my parents lawn you hoodlums (laughs) take your shenanigans somewhere else (laughs) oh my Wow. wow. We've uh, we've gone there. Um the the only other thing that I wanted to to kind of bring up just in talking about kind of marriage and video games because uh you know I I mentioned how um marriage is for our sanctification and that's not always an easy thing, you know. It 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 hurts but it's good. Sanctification to point out. isn't easy? <laughs> yeah. <What>? Crazy. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it it hurts but it's for our good that we can like point out the the shortcomings in gentle ways you know in in i'm not always so good at that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i i think that the, you know that that's kind of why we why you even wanted to have this conversation was having that perspective um, but in kind of thinking about it myself in our relationship and i just want to throw this out there and see if this you know, is is actually true, or if it's just in my head. Um, because you don't play video games as much, Samantha, as I do, um, I I've found that this is an area where so let me give a little bit of backstory is that we got married really young. We were 20 years old when we got married. And we were immediately like 
super clingy with each other. Um, we the joke, the running joke with our friends is that if either of us were the other gender, we would be the other person. So, like, if I were a girl, I would be Samantha. If Samantha was a boy, she would be me. That's weird. I know. I but it was it was you know it was kind of the running joke. Remember way back when, ten years ago. What crazy? Um. So awesome. uh, and this is an area <laughs> where like where we were di- you know like we we enjoyed the same music we we were just totally like I don't know we enjoyed the same things um I think this is an area where we differ where like you just don't you just aren't into it as much as I am mm-hmm. and it's something that I enjoy and um it's something that like I mean, I I can think of things as well that we, as we've gotten older, just some areas like things that you enjoy doing that I just don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are areas in which that we've had to grow. You know, we've had to accept like, yeah, we are different and we've had to, um, how do I put this? We've had to not only acknowledge that we're different, but attempt to admire those differences yeah yeah and and try to to become a part of that as well so you have intentionally tried to play some video games with me Mm -hmm. just because i enjoy video games Mm -hmm. even though you wouldn't have done that on your own and and there are some other just some other areas you know like when you're watching shows that i really don't care for um that because I love you. Like I want to spend time with you and do those things and other things like, I don't remember if this is on the podcast or off the podcast. <laughs> I don't like dancing. It's not, I, I just feel stupid and I all love the dancing. time and she loves dancing. And so like, I've had to make a concerted effort that like, especially when we're in, when we're in different uh, social situations where there is dancing to dance just because even though I feel like an idiot, and I feel stupid um, because I know that you enjoy that and because I want to. That does not sound makes familiar me feel at loved. all. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like I, I, I just feel earlier. like video games are one of those areas. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong in saying that, that that has been that for you? That you have attempted to play video games simply because I enjoy it? Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right about that. Yeah. I wouldn't just pick it up and play it on my own at all. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> so like so yeah, it, it is a conscious like uh, initiation on my part to mm-hmm. Yeah. I I have that. felt that and I've picked up on that before of just like, oh, you want to play Overcooked. Like I thought it was something that I would have to suggest when we both have a free evening. You know? So yeah. uh Oh, that's cool. And it's not that I necessarily do want to play Overcooked. It's that I want to spend time with you doing right. something that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you guys were laughing. Did you have any stories that you were bringing that you might want to? I don't dance. No, okay. Yeah, we were just <laughs> oh, okay. very similarly okay. with the dancing um, gotcha. as an example <laughs> for something that you do for her. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, just like the, the closest thing that I... I did to dancing. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've told the shot rabbit story. Um, so yeah. The last time that you danced with me was at 
a it wedding. was a wedding. His family's, mm-hmm. yeah. his family side, and he went to the dance floor with me, and then you did something on the dance floor that embarrassed me, and I just <laughs> like never mind. It's good. Aww. I'm good. <laughs> I see, you know, I would say like that that's noteworthy, but I probably do so many things that embarrass her that I just like they all just sort of run together. That's super true. I'm not easily embarrassed. No, actually, I'm probably the one who gets like way more embarrassed. Um more easily. Um, I think we play together, but sometimes that's my choice. But I think that I play games mm. like Diablo. I would never play that. On my no. own, never she in a ha- million yeah. years. I don't even we've, know what the weapons are. I'm like, I'll just pick this one. I have no idea what they do. Um, <laughs> so I think playing a game like that would be something that I do because I want to spend I, that time with you. I would even say like one of the things that I've sort of had to learn, and, and and again, like I mean, she even sort of pointed out that I'm not super great at it. Is like I get super frustrated because I'm so versed in the context of the game and the language of the game and sort of like I'm so used to it. I'm like, no, do this thing and do this thing and do this thing. A lot of times, like I would just say like a, a, like something that I probably a way that sort of a way that oh man sharing earbuds, super high tech. Um, but uh, a way that I think that in some ways gaming together and it's not like this is a major point of but because that is an area where i'm strong in and or well versed in um when we do play together like one of the things i have to be much more conscientious about is like like i'm not like josh is like oh yeah like you know sam samantha doesn't play a whole lot it's no big deal for me to just be like "Ah, you don't play a whole lot it's okay and I'm like, no, get good, scrub. And it's like, <laughs> like, like I have to really sort of clamp down on that inner jerk and just like shut up and just enjoy the experience of like spending time. I don't um, know if it's an inner jerk so much as like he. You also just have like a competitiveness mm, about mm-hmm. you that I don't think that you don't see it regularly because you play alone most of the time. But that really comes out when you're playing. I don't think even if it wasn't me and it was somebody else, you'd probably react very similarly. No, well, if they, they were bad. Right. Yeah. So you're saying, that oh, you don't like know, playing awesome. Tetris with her? No, I'm saying like, you're fine. Like you're good. You're good. Is that why you don't like playing Tetris with her? I don't like playing Tetris with her because I lose and I am a stinky <laughs> yeah, exactly. loser. Right. I'm yeah. a stinky, stinky, sore, pouty loser. We ended one night playing Tetris and he got very mad and had to like walk away because they just kept beating him. It was like eight games in a row where she just was clobbering me. And, and the just... angrier, like the angrier I would get, the worse I would play. And I was just like. I, I, I have to stop. I just like, <laughs> what is going on with you? I'm not getting any And blocks. she's just like, square, square, square. <laughs> I got to bring it down here real quick. Okay. Well, I'd... but yeah, no, it was just like, yeah, it's like uh, when I, when I, it, it reminded me actually of like when I, I was playing Bloodborne again to like replay it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, there's that. Like part of the the problem is like that game is just hard and like you die a lot and that's just part of the game and um I you get really frustrated and then like you get really frustrated and then you go back into the room and you're like all sort of like 
mad and salty and then you go back in the room and you die again even quicker because <laughs> you've the game has gotten underneath your skin and it's like mm-hmm. it's like once i i hit that loop like it's just for me it's like once i hit that sort of like that feedback loop i'm just like mm, i just gotta back out because i get grumpy so mm-hmm. yeah and we're back. <laughs> hmm. So, I mean, what we we've talked a little bit about, like I guess the ways that um, you know failures have been present, um, and sort of how we've engaged in the sanctification process through that. But um, I think too, like what, like. And and it, and Josh, maybe maybe your question was a little bit better. But like, what is a sort of a net positive out of all of this? Like, one of the things that um, if you had to like sort of say like just a good takeaway from uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, just what would be something that like. Hmm. Because, well, man, I'm talking so good, Josh. We're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no worries. But it's like. I should have said that at the beginning. I'm talking so good. Yeah. I should have said that. <laughs> Only the finest radio. <laughs> Super good radio. Um, but it's. So we talked sort of like, okay, like, well, these were things that Josh and I did wrong. And yes, we have obviously gotten better. But like, what is an area that sort of like. Like, like I said, is, is more of a, a net positive or something that's like, no, this is a good thing that I've noticed because of maybe engaging in this hobby with him or, um, you know, for, for you, Megan, it would be with me. I mean, I think just, yeah, like learning how to um, initiate and be intentional about spending time with the other person doing things that they like that you don't necessarily like to do just learning how to yeah just sort of swallow your pride and (laughs) Mm -hmm. just do it because you know they enjoy it um that's definitely been a positive through this let me ask have you found it to be and this sounds kind of like self-help kind of stupid, but have you found that to be a rewarding experience or have you found it to be like, okay, that, that was okay. But I'm like in, in the end, in hindsight, are, it wasn't enjoyable. Like, does yeah. It, is it something? Yeah, that definitely. Because I mean, I can see how much you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the reason why i would play video games with you anyways because I know that you enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I want you to feel loved in that way and you showing that then makes me happy. Yeah. So it grows us closer in that sense. Awesome. I, I think the positive, yeah, is just in like as you're kind of growing to manage your time and manage it around everything else that's going on then I'm I'm growing in the sense of you know 
the, the same thing, like laying down that pride, like knowing maybe when to not say anything in my frustration and just serve you in that moment and let you have that time. Um, so it's been growing for me too, to accept it as your hobby and to come alongside you in it and to use that, that time as, as a way to serve you. So, but that's definitely taken time. So it's a positive for me too because I've grown there because I was not there at the beginning for sure. It was a mm -hmm. large point of frustration in our dating and early married life. We had many arguments um, about it. So it took me a long time to get there. Many arguments? I mean... Oh, just, maybe you don't remember many. them because you were playing the video game. <laughs> but no, we had a lot towards the beginning. Uh, maybe most of that in our dating. But um, I, I think yeah, we're in a much better place. But that's because we've, we've both grown in that. And that's definitely a positive. Oh, and I, I mean, I tend to be a big believer in that through play we can learn things about the other person. Um, hmm. Like the, 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 the analogy or the metaphor that I'll lay out is like, um, I, I play, I used to play a lot of chess. I don't play nearly as much as I oh, used to, nice. but it's when you're playing somebody and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm years removed from the last time I played like chess against a challenging opponent. But um, like when you play, like it, I'm not going to say like it reveals like all sorts of things about their character that you wouldn't be able to otherwise discern. But it is a, a unique insight, you know, you know, do, do they tend to be a little more defensively oriented or offensively or, you know, mm -hmm. are they a little more meticulous in their playing? It's, just, it's like it's little things like and there's a language and a nuance that you can sort of pick up through play and maybe this is just me sort of overanalyzing and seeking to sort of justify you know the countless hours that i <sighs> that i've uh, spent playing or whatever but i think like in sometimes like there are things where um that like yeah you know, I'll, I'll give you like in playing well, I'm playing Tetris. My wife is a much gracious, more gracious winner than I am as a loser. Like, and just sort of seeing some of that gentleness on display, like in hindsight, like, yes, this is like nothing like rocket science. And I'm not trying to turn it into one of these things where it's like, you know, sort of gripping on to like transcendent, like, I, I see my wife so much more clearly now because we played Tetris together, <laughs> you know, or because we played Overcooked together. But I think like there is a... I think like when we when we meet each other in sort of that that recreational area, like you open yourself up to to a a, a sense of vulnerability because all the pretense gets stripped away. It's all about accomplishing the goal or beating the level or whatever. And so like everything sort of gets driven towards that. And so there's a lot of stuff that we might throw out there to sort of guard ourselves, so to speak. Um, but, and I just, you know, and again, maybe this is just me sort of stretching, but like, um, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've found play to be helpful and sort of helping me to appreciate helpful, 
in helping me to appreciate, man, that's a little redundant. Um, but it has been helpful for me in um, maybe seeing some things that I was aware of, but sort of drawing, maybe drawing those or accenting those a little bit. Um, and just like, I would say like, for me, like I said, like, like an, an easy sort of like, look, it's, it's all low hanging fruit here, people. There's nothing like profound or super deep here, but my wife, like I said, is a much more gracious winner than I am. And, you know, even in sort of like learning how to soften some of that, that competitive edge and, and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, I think, I think things like that have been good for me to, and yeah, in some ways it's, it's a bit of a challenge to sort of come back and say, okay, like, you know what, like we need to go and we need to play some more overcooked together. And I need to just like shut my face and stop being a giant jerk. Like, (laughs) but, but definitely teaches you how to work as a team Mm -hmm. towards a common goal (laughs) (laughs) in a stressful situation. Yeah, you have to for sure. that game. Yeah. <laughs> and communication too. Like I I get so bad with words in the moment and I'm just like just do it. can you get over the and I just I can't talk at all. I can't express like in my mind I'm like you need to go there and do that, but I can't express that while I'm also trying to control my yeah. Anyway. It it comes out meat in particular. Cook. Chop now. <laughs> now, green, go. Don't. Ah. No, crust, yeah. bake. Please stop. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Fireball. Ice. Burning. <laughs> so, if you've learned anything from this episode, it's go pick up Overcooked and learn about someone. Learn about I don't someone. Know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not exclusive to Overcooked. It's it, Overcooked is just really good at putting you in stressful situations. That's all. Yeah. I remember, um, I think it was Logan um, talked about how he and uh, Camilla had played through uh, Portal 2 together. And he was like, okay. he's like it yeah. will either strengthen your marriage or it will destroy it. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he said, uh, you will learn to communicate with your spouse very quickly. So. <laughs> That's awesome. But That's awesome. There was there was a part where my earbud shot out of my ear because <laughs> Megan went to go pet the dog. And I just kept talking and nobody could tell. And you wouldn't know if I hadn't told everybody. Nope. It, was, it, was, it was good. It was like we, we, we all played it off because we're professionals and this is good radio. <laughs> I, I do think that those games... Like that communication that you do in those games, you don't get a like like overcooked. You don't get a chance to communicate like that very much, like in real life, not on a video game. So it is interesting. Like I'm not telling you in real life, like go chop that meat, go run here, go do this. Like you don't communicate at that rate. So yeah, it definitely shows you how. Um, I guess really ungracious you are and bad (laughs) at uh, communicating in stressful situations and letting you know that you need to work on that. (laughs) Mm. Yep. Because, yeah, like sometimes 
Like, especially in that game, like him telling me what I need to do is helpful to me, but in a way that's not like barking orders (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) like half yelling at me. (laughs) And sometimes too, you might be already like doing that or on your way to do that. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need these burritos prepped. Stat! I'm doing it. I'm on my way over there. Exactly. But three things down the line, you need to start prepping for that while that's in the oven. Stop making that one and make this other thing. (laughs) Oh, you're already doing it. Oh, Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe it teaches us like to like apologize more. Like one of the things, like you know, you know, it's like, man, yeah, yeah, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> sorry makes it real easy to say sorry um but um well i i mean i'm pleased with how this conversation went um does anybody have anything that they sort of want to address before we we start to sign off wrap up all that josh smacking his mic i outed him you know sorry sorry um no but uh no I, I mean like is there any sort of like additional thoughts before we sort of close it up anything that anybody wants to recommend or uh promote or it's you know th- we don't normally do like plugs or recos but um you know we sort of like sprinkle them throughout the show um just to sort of echo i I actually listened to the first book of the Wing Feather Saga, and mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. It's fun enough that I'm like, mm, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to read the ones after it. He's so. going to read the one he just listened to. Yes, yes, because re- nice. reading is different than listening to me a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I consume a ton of media uh, via listening, and so. Anyways, anyways, we have the book. Don't don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, so, Josh, Samantha, you guys have anything that you want to sort of drop out there that might be useful or just a good thing? The only thing that comes to mind for me is is the book that I had mentioned earlier was Humility by Andrew Murray. Again, a really short read, but it'll kick you in the teeth. And like I said, I mean, I guess we didn't necessarily, I didn't circle back to it while we were talking, but it's definitely one of the things that like, it it comes up a lot in this type of conversation where I don't even realize how proud that I am a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, You had mentioned that that you're, you're going through good and angry. And when I had gone through that, like I recognize that the form of anger that I struggle with the most is it's more of a sense of entitlement and things aren't the way that I expected them to be that I think they should be. And so therefore I'm going to get frustrated and that that, I think that ties right back into it is it's just a form of pride thinking that I should have my way all of the time um, when that is stupid, even though I don't recognize that that's what I'm doing. Um, that pride is at the root of that. So anyways, uh, humility by Andrew Murray. That's that, that's the only thing I'm going to throw out there. I got nothing. Next. Megan. 
Uh, <laughs> um, well, and, and, cool. and I've talked about it before, but, um, obviously you guys do a podcast together called, so talk to me, um, that I have recommended to our listeners several times and uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Um, you know, I think what you guys do there, it's, it's I, just to encourage both of you. I think it's a good thing and I appreciate it. And it's, one of a few podcasts like less i probably have about six or seven that i listen to with consistency and that's one of them so uh just i think it's what you guys do is a good thing and keep it up keep it up listens while he's delivering the mail i do i listen to (laughs) lots of things when i deliver in the mail but i make it a point to listen to you guys so um but uh, and and actually, you know, just to sort of that's one of the reasons that when I I approached Josh, I was like I had listened to a few episodes to talk to me, and I mean we were friends and and stuff, and we had sort of talked about the podcast before. But I was like, I think, you know, anyways, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. this guy can talk. <laughs> Nate Nate talks so good. Um, we we are good at being bad at brevity, and I think we've mm-hmm. once again established that, Josh. It's true. It's true. But once again, I came into this thinking, oh, well, this should be, this shouldn't be a long episode. This will be pretty short. Like, my wife doesn't even play video games. So <laughs> we'll just talk about some video games for a little while. You know, it'll be a nice, quick 45 minute conversation. And we didn't Two even include later. like a 30 <laughs> minute preamble, too, where we were just sort of like That's joking tr- yeah. and joshing. God, joshing. Mm-hmm. Ha! Genius. <laughs> Puns. I love it. They're awful. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if there's anything. Puns are the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Puns are great. Um, if you have any puns for us, you can always reach out to, uh, you can contact us. Our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. If you just want to rant and rave about how awesome it was to have our wives on this episode, reach out to us and let us know. Maybe we'll do it again. We'll see what happens. Um, you can also join our Facebook group. You've got this weird. She's looking at you like, I will me, like, never do this again. He's like, re- he's like, reading you know? a spiel right now. So I'm just like watching. I'm just, I have <laughs> notes so that I don't forget anything. I'm not reading a spiel. Okay. It's not. <sighs> My goodness. Oh, that... what? You were making a comment about my face, about looking at you, and I'm just like, I'm just looking at what you're reading and then watching you talk. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what's Nate weird about that. Nate picked up on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just insert meaningless commentary because I can't help but open my mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, here I am trying again. Uh, we do also have the Facebook group. If you're not already a part of it, it's the back, it's the hashtag backlog book club on facebook come hang out with us we can talk about what we talked about today we can talk about backlog golf and all of our numerous updates which now i'm going to be slowing down since i beat metal slug Mm. and uh, all the games are going to be longer than an hour so it's going to take me a while to beat them um and then of course we've got our our personal facebook twitter gg app all that fun stuff. I'm bro- Broccolope is generally what I go by. It's B R O C C O L O P E. 
Nate, you are Nate underscore McKeever. As always. Super on brand. Or super boring. <laughs> Loving it. Or super very boring. I even I even went through this thing where I turned all of my profile pictures into the same picture. Nice. Um, so it's that cartoon bearded I self portrait that I drew years ago. Talks. Uh, like a little avatar. Yeah. It's yeah. It's true. I, I doodled it a few years ago and actually wasn't repulsed by it so i kept it um <laughs> nice but uh yeah oh i i am nader tots on the switch that's my friend name but in order to get my friend mm-hmm. code you you know i don't give my friend code out to just anybody so only anybody who asks so <laughs> <laughs> um there so is a email condition. them there is a condition Email me, email us at uh, you know the backlog breakdown at gmail.com and I will give you my friend code, whether you ask for it or not. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, too, it's like, and we did do something a little different last week. Uh, we did our first bite size breakdown and we're going to offer those um, a little more occasionally from time to time. And so if you have feedback on that, you know, we'd love to hear it. If you had feedback on the, the podcast in general, we'd love to hear it, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, do the whole subscribe rate review thing, I guess. I don't have a script, and that's why I forget to say this, you know. <laughs> so. Um, it's not a script. It's bullet points. <laughs> it's, it's good, buddy. It's good. I mean, it's. They I'm glad somebody is organized points. because I'm not. So. Well, on a few things. <laughs> but, <laughs> on the ending of the podcast. But until next time, Josh. You guys keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep ba- breaking down the benefits. Breaking down Why the benefits. Why can't I say that? It's a little baking bit of a benefits. Freudian overcooked slip. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Bye bye. Bye. They can't. They can't hear you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>